Hello, dear friends, and welcome to my podcast. It's called On Mike with Jordan Rich, and we talk with some very interesting people and share views and ideas and opinions and thoughts and feelings about life and art and creativity and passion. And today we have a very passionate, wonderful guest joining us, an award-winning photojournalist. His name is Bill Brett. He's been at the Boston Globe for decades, starting as a kid hawking the globe on street corners in Dorchester, a neighborhood of Boston. In 1977, after many years, he was named Chief Photographer at the Globe, and he was a member of the Globe team nominated for the Pulitzer Prize for Journalism in 1978 and 1979. In 1999, Bill became Director of Photography, a position from which he quote-unquote retired in 2001. But he's far from retiring. In fact, his photographs appear almost daily in the Globe. Every celebrity, charity event in town, he's there covering it, and he does an amazing job. He's also published several beautiful photo books, starting with Boston, All One Family, featuring Mayors Thomas Menino and his two predecessors, Ray Flynn and Kevin White, on the cover. He followed that up with the release of Boston, An Extended Family, and then Boston, A Year in the Life. His fourth one, Boston Inspirational Women, and then Boston Irish, his fifth book. Well, the latest one, I'm actually in it, believe it or not, is called Game Changers, and we'll be talking with Bill about that and the life of this master craftsman who has always as his favorite tool his camera. Bill Brett, let's go on, Mike. Well, they say a photograph is worth a thousand words. We've got a man here who could speak millions of words about the photographs he's taken. It's so nice to sit down with you, my friend. Uh, Bill Brett, a legend in this town of Boston. Thank you. It's an honor for me to be in here. You have amassed not just gazillions of photographs in newspapers and magazines, but you've been kind enough to share with us in these wonderful coffee table books, now the sixth one we'll talk about, some of your best work. That's really a, a nice legacy to pass along. Well, it's a legacy that uh, I always, uh, as I tell my wife and my children now, my grandchildren, that uh, when I'm not here someday, you'll always remember me. And they said that, because uh, the books are right in every room. <laughs> but for me to photograph these uh, when I was full-time at the Globe, and I was thinking of leaving the Globe at, uh, at the time, and the reason why I was thinking, because I wanted to put a book together to show what the people of Boston, what they do and who they are, for, for something to be permanent. And uh, that's how I really started it, because I've, uh, I photograph about 200 galas a year, and I get to meet a lot of interesting people. And as things come across me, I try to make notes of them. And then one after another, that's how I accumulated these. And, books. You know, before we get into this Boston Game Changers book, and I'm I'm honored to be in it. I, I'm humbled. Well, you deserve it. The the I've seen you in action at events that I've been at, and to me, one of the toughest things to do with any human being is to corral them to stand still long enough to take a picture. You've got it down to a science. I, I do have it to a science because I've been doing it so long. But I try to. The first thing I try to do is make people comfortable. Mm-hmm. And they feel they trust you. That's a very important thing. And I really think it's to uh, they have confidence in themselves and they have, and they feel comfortable, as I said earlier, right. with with me taking their photograph. And I'm honored to take their photograph. And I try to make them. I try to make everybody feel they're important. You can see that they're happy to be there when you're there, which is a, a gift. Yeah, I'm lucky at it. I mean, I, I love people, and uh, I I feel very comfortable for what I do. You know, people say, "Well, you go out in the winter and the summer and you travel." I said. Every day is adventure because uh, I don't know who I'm going to meet and uh, what I'm going to learn. And if I can learn something, one thing at a time, you know, I'm a wealthy man. Many, many years of the Globe, 50-plus. And in that yeah. time period, I'm sure as the head of the News Photography Bureau, I mean, there must be some tough photographs that you had to take and also edit and so forth. 
Yeah, I came across some very, uh, you know, the situations, uh, as I say, I've covered some big major stories, some sad stories, and everything is, uh, you have to think about it and say, you have to put yourself in their shoes, Mm. what it's like for them. And many times you just don't know. So sensitivity is very important because I think when you're sensitive about what you're shooting and the situation, you know, it, it works out. Because when I go home at night and see some of these tragedies, I, you know, I say, I, as I say to my wife, I'm lucky to be home with you and my kids mm. and how lucky we are. No, I, I think that's true. I think there's a certain amount of decorum and, and respect, even in a, a disaster or any kind of mm-hmm. hard news story that, that we don't see enough of, I think, in, in well, this day and age. It's, it's important to understand. I mean, it, it's, life moves quickly. And, you know, today, you know, we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring us. So I try to take every day as it comes, and I'm blessed by you know, my family and my health. And that's that's all I look forward to. People, I was at the Globe staff for 38 years and I had three sick days. And people say, what were they? I said, I just felt, didn't feel well. <laughs> because every day I wanted to go because I, it was exciting because I didn't know what I was going to do. Nice see. to have passion for what you do as well as for life in general. Isn't well, that great? It is because it's not going to work. I tell all my kids, if you find what you love, it's not a job. And isn't one of your kids, quote-unquote. Yes, Carrie is a photographer. I was going to say, I've yeah. met her. She's been at the studio yeah. being interviewed by others, and she's great. Yeah, she's great. Terrific. But, uh, I learned from her because she's younger, and uh, she takes it a different dimension on, on her photography. And uh, I'm excited to be around her because we did a book together uh, on the women's book, which was number four, and uh, we battled over the photographs. <laughs> but it was, uh, for me as a parent, to do a book with your daughter is, oh. was a gift. Well, let's talk about Boston Game Changers. And it is Boston-centric, but there are themes in here that anyone who's listening to my podcast, and they're all over the world, will key in on. I'm just one of many. But the goal here was to do what? To focus the on The goal who? was to focus on people who have a good story to tell and people who do nice things. And in this world we live in today, there's not enough nice things said published about people and the negativity is seems to be rise to the top and I'm trying to show mm. that there are good people and do good things you don't have to be famous to be good, to, to do nice things no absolutely and Carol Beggy needs a shout out Carol Beggy has been the best uh, she has a great writer she's a great reporter and without her I would, this okay so happen. she's handling all the text and that's a big yeah. job so I'm just going to do what we did when you just walked into my office and we we just opened the book and you started talking so let me start with any old page right here and okay. you just flip there's, through there's a gentleman here who uh, lives in situate and uh, he restores bicycles. And over the last 10 years, he's restored over 4,000 bicycles. He sends them all over the world. He makes them, he finds them at the dump. People drop them off at his house. And it's something that he wants to do. Now, how did you find this guy? This guy was actually pointed out to me by two or three different people uh, that told me about him. And uh, I decided to go call him up, and I went down to visit him. Wow. And I I told him what I do, and he said, uh, come on down. And I went down, and I looked at I said, my God, what's all these bicycle parts here? What does this guy do? And he explained to me that he says, I spend all my time doing this. And I have a friend who's been very kind to me that spent over $100,000 to ship them because it's expensive to ship brand-new bicycles. He ships them all over the world. That is so cool. That is so cool. You have one picture in there that I want to see if we can bring back or if you can find it or just remember it, I'm sure. It's it's the Boston Homicide Group. Homicide. It's a cold case. Cold case. And they handle cases that are— Long overdue. Right. There's a smart, it's a squad. There's only four, and actually the Boston police just said they're going to add another four to it. And uh, they're going to go back into history and to go back into 10, 20, 30 years on some of these crimes. 
And uh, Sergeant Bill Dugan, uh, Detective Sergeant Bill Dugan and his squad have got some very interesting cases that they're working on. So I went to headquarters, and their headquarters, uh, being in the police station, it's very barren, so I decided to take them to a cemetery. Because I thought the cemetery, when someone looked at the picture, say, why are these four men standing in the cemetery? And uh, and the the snow on the ground and the rock flex cold. Makes perfect sense. And the gravestones and uh, the, the four good men who were trying to make a difference and helping people with closure on some of these old crimes. Before we move on, your sense is so great, your eye and your understanding of what's in the picture that's going to make it sparkle or, or come to life. Mm-hmm. That's something that uh, I know is is discussed in photojournalism schools, but it, it probably for you is innate. Did you have, uh, growing up uh, as a youngster before you became a pro, did you have heroes in the photography I world? had two mentors. I had a, a mentor. His name was Don Bowman. He was like a father to me. And... Uh, he was terrific. And I had another mentor who was at the Globe for many, many years. He actually got me into the Globe, Dan Sheehan, another great guy. Mm. And they they just, I, I you know. You learn was, at the, I learned at it the right seat from, of the yeah. masters. When I was 18, I graduated high school. It was the year 1963 when JFK was assassinated. I said to my mother, I have to go to Washington. I'm going to get a credential from the Dorchester newspaper so I can go down and cover this funeral. Mm. And, you know, my mother's looking at me. What are you talking about? I said, I have to go. So next day, when they announced the funeral, I went down to Washington. And that is one of the most photographed uh, events of certainly the decade, the if not decade. the century. Yeah. My God, and I, I was only 18. And by the time I was 20, I was on the staff of the Boston Globe. I was very, very lucky. I mean, uh, it just things worked out for me. And I, through the newspaper, I met, I talk about growing up. You grow up and you grow up quickly. And it gives you a sense of how lucky we are and yeah. how much happens around the city. There's a picture of a smiling Bill Belichick. How did you manage that? Yep. Sometimes he does smile. Yeah, sometimes he does <laughs> smile. This was at, this was the American Island Fun Party in Nantucket, and uh, he and I've his, never uh, seen him look so relaxed yeah. and and happy to be here. <laughs> well, he, it's one of those days. He was happy, and uh, his significant other uh, Linda Holiday, Holiday, terrific woman. I mean, a beautiful woman inside and out. And uh, I photographed the two of them because they have a foundation and. She runs the foundation. It's beyond football. It has a lot to do with lacrosse. Mm. They love lacrosse. Mm. And uh, teams that don't have any funds, they fund a lot of teams all over the country. That's so cool. Again, Game Changers is really about people making a difference in some way, shape, or form. Let's just flip through. I mean, you know the book better than I do, and there's so many stories. Every page is another Every story. Every page is a story. This is a woman here in Dorchester. She's the first woman to become a Teacher of the Year at a charter school in Common Square. Oh. And three months later, she became Teacher of the Year in the United States. No kidding. Yeah, from a charter That's school. That's impressive. Yeah, it was very, very impressive. And what's great about the picture, again, folks, uh, we're describing it to you. Here she is, this beautiful young lady in a sea of students' faces. Yeah. And I was uh, so happy to see her. This is when she returned from Washington. Almost all of them are minority students. They are. Yep. Yeah. And, and they look so happy for her. The command that she has with these children, and the, you can see the love that she has with these children. It's just I'm, beautiful. I'm, I'm just going to play a game and open up the book to various pages. Here's a couple with the flowery hats. <laughs> look there are a couple. There are, uh, it's uh, Lynn and Gary Smith from Wellesley. They attend every party in town. They buy a lot of tickets, they support a lot of charities, and they just love to dress for the occasion. They dress up for the occasion. Yeah. They're a little they, uh, over the top, yeah. and that's cool. That's cool. They have a lot of fun at it. You know this more than most because you've 
been a part of the city scene so much. Boston's an interesting place. It's very neo, a lot of new stuff, modern, European chic. But at the same time, you've got the old stalwarts. You've got the old buildings and some of the old classic individual. And the people who, uh, like this gentleman here, uh, Henry Lee. Henry Lee, I met him many, many years ago. He wanted to restore the public garden. He was telling me that he said he had a budget of $18. And fast forward, they've raised, I think they have uh, almost $20 in the bank now. I'm glad I flipped to this page. There are two different uh, pictures and articles in the open pages here. Mm -hmm. There's a gentleman that I know. He's a local television personality, and he's standing next to being photographed with his doctor. This is Tell that story, if you will, Bob Halloran. His name is Bob Halloran. He's a sports announcer for Channel 5. Great guy. And he was coming back from the Patriots game uh, practice. And he didn't feel well. He pulled over the side of the road. He had a terrible headache, and things were getting blurry. And a state trooper pulled up and said, you know, are you okay? And he didn't think he was okay. So they shipped him into Milton Hospital, and his wife was there being an advocate for him. She said, we'll get out of here. They shipped him into the Beth Israel Deaconess. Mm. And that particular day, Dr. Ogletree was there. Uh, I believe it's Ogletree or Ogletree. Yeah, Ogletree. Ogilvy. 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 Sorry. Yeah. I, I was thinking Chris, of the professor. Chris Ogilvy. Yeah. I was thinking of the professor at Harvard was there, and he's a pioneer on uh, aneurysms. And three hours later, he's on the operating table, and he saved his life. Saved his life, and yeah. Bob is doing extremely doing well. He's an author and, and a yep. he's great, books. great writer yeah. and a yeah. great sports guy. Yeah. I mean, there's so many here. I'm just going to open up again, flip around, because you've got a story about each. See if I recognize anyone here myself. Oh, Hot, Hot Stove, Stove, Cool Music. Yeah. This I know. This is great. Yeah, Theo Epstein and his group with and, uh, Peter Gammons uh, and Kay Hanley, and they started this thing oh, many years ago. When Theo was just, I think he just came to the Red Sox as the general manager. And they do these fundraising, and they still continue it because he's in Chicago. And they have all the events in Chicago, but every comes back here after the first of the year at the Paradise. And right. They do one here and too. Peter Gammons, uh, one of the great scribes. And he had an aneurysm had also. had an aneurysm too. Yeah, it's kind oh. of weird. Now, about. just curious, from start to finish, how long a project? This looks like an enormous bit of work. This is probably up to two years. Two years. Two years, from wow. the beginning to the end. It's just in, incredibly impressive. Um, this Mark? Is, this is uh, uh, Steve DeFlippio. Oh, Dario. Davios. Davios. His big effort is, is to hire handicapped kids. He hires quite a few of them, all the restaurants. He's, Steve's a good man. And a lot of these children come from uh, the uh, place in Hanover, you know, St. Colettis. Oh, yeah. And that's he's, that's been one of the feeding spots for him. He's just a wonderful man. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and suggest that m- most of the people, if not all, are, I hope, like me. <laughs> and on the humble side when it comes to this, you don't know what these people are doing. I mean, you're you're highlighting them, which is right, great. Right. It's a wonderful lesson for the rest of us. But most of these people, they're not uh, looking for glory here. No, doing no, it because very they low want key. No, very low key. A lot of these people are very low key people. You need to say, who are these people? But I think that's why it's important for me to do this because I, I like to show – it's a showcase of Boston people. And it's all areas, including right. sports. And right. how could you not put Dennis well, or David well, Ortiz? For right? full uh, you know, disclosure, that's Carrie's picture. I gave her credit. Your yeah. daughter? <laughs> yeah. She has three pictures in there. All right. Well, David um, Ortiz means so much to the to city. Boston. What he's done for Boston, I mean, I have to say I put him at the top of the list for an athlete, what he's done for Boston. Yeah. I put him at Bobby Orr. Which is high praise. High praise. Because um, there are a few that yeah. can com- connect with Bobby Orr. Right. And then we have the religious as well. Um, we have a, the, the, you know, this woman here works Dudley Street, Sister Linda. She's a terrific woman. She's no kid neither. And she's out there all the time walking up and down the street. 
and she has a program that she runs, you know, to help people speak English. And a lot of the Spanish kids she has and Cape Verdeans. Just a, just a terrific, terrific woman. And with her in the same spread is Father O'Malley, uh, Cardinal, Cardinal O'Malley, O'Malley, I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, I had him looking good, too. <laughs> he looks great. <laughs> yeah. He's also exceedingly humble. Uh, very humble man. And, very, very humble man. And he came at a tough time. He you did. Know? I mean, he came to Boston when the place was upside down. Here's a guy that I want to single out because he's one of the nicest, most charitable guys. And when you think about what he did for this city, tell the story, please. Well, David Mugar, I guess I can say, I met him when I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. And there was a fire at the end of my street in Dorchester. We hit it off. I was in high school. and He was a, he was a student at Babson. And he had a camera. He had a Roliflex camera. And I had a Yushika. That's like a Cadillac and a Chevy. And we started talking. I met him almost 17. And he said, well, Saturday nights I go around, I put my scanners in the car, and I had a scanner at home. I didn't even have a car. And he said, I pick up Arthur Fiedler. Yes. And I had to say, well, I didn't really know who Arthur Fiedler was. <laughs> Former and, conductor of the Boston yeah. Pops. And I'm saying to myself, well, anyhow, so I said to my mother, I met this guy, and he's going to pick me up on a Saturday night. And my mother said, well, who is he? I said, I don't, you know, I, his ghost is, I had his name. And uh, we became best of friends from, from that time. The book is laid out in a, such a way that it makes sense page to page. And you, you collect people in organized sets. And I can't tell you how excited I am to see these two guys. I've actually interviewed yeah. Ken Burns, the great, great documentarian. Just, yeah. I've never had the pleasure of talking with yeah. David McCullough, but I could listen to him all day long. David McCullough and I, <laughs> we became friends over the years. And uh, actually, I, he did a gift for me. I say it was a gift on December 8th and hang him at the... Uh, uh, historical Society. Uh, they, I think they only have 138 ch- chairs. They already got mm-hmm. rid of They sold them to, quick. And he's going to interview me. Isn't that great? Yeah. I mean, for me, and I said to him, I said, David, that's, he says, well, One of the world's most profound historians. historians. And he said, well, Bill, you do it pictures. I do it words. Coming from him, I said, boy, that's, it's like hitting the lottery. You're you're like a kid in a candy store yeah. when you talk about this stuff. Yeah. No, I'm excited because he's yeah. such a, a nice man, uh, a classy guy. Just a real classy guy. So I was at his house the other day, and he said, geez, I look pretty good in these pictures. So how do you follow up book six? I mean, you've done the Irish. You've done the Pauls. You've done the women. I've done the Day in the Life of the City. Day in the Life of the City. Yeah. That's four well, or five. I, uh, the first book was the three mayors walking down Oh, that's the right, the three mayors. Yeah. And then I did the five, six governors walking down Beacon Street. That's right. And then I did The Day in the Life, and then I did the daughter, my daughter, Inspirational Women. Yeah. And uh, I did the Boston Irish, 50 years of looking at the Boston Irish. There's First a lot. First generation, second generation. There, there's so much there, but I have a feeling you have more ideas. I do. I do. But I'm not going to reveal it <laughs> You yet. don't have to tell I me, but no. I know that I know how a brain of yours, yeah. that brain of yours works. It's really amazing. Because I have to tell my wife first. <laughs> yeah, one thing about you, and I'm sort of guilty of this too, you're out a lot. I am out a lot. I, I have to thank my wife for giving the freedom to be creative. It's so important, isn't it, yeah. to have uh, a family a and yeah. a partner backing you yeah. up? Because when you're out uh, doing events particularly and you're going from one event, one hotel to the next, right. sometimes you don't get home till after 10 or 11. That's it's, right. It's a yeah. long day. Let's do one or two more. This is a very inspiring, beautiful photograph of a mother and son. Mother and son, that's uh, Christine McSherry. She runs a foundation called the Jet Foundation named after her son who has Duchenne muscular dystrophy. And it affects mostly boys. And it affects them. Most boys don't live in early 20s. Mm. And this woman here was a nurse. And she gave up her profession to try to find a cure for her son. Mm -hmm. Well, let's fast forward now. Her son, she has more than one son. She has got sons all over the country because they're all involved with her. 
and she works with pharmaceuticals, and they've been working very, very hard. And he's on a trial drug, and there was a couple others. But when I photographed him the first time, his dad was feeding him. When I saw him again this past year, he had his leg crossed, and he shook my hand. Uh, the proof is in the pudding. He's yeah. very, he's very smiling relaxed. and yeah. very relaxed with yeah. his leg crossed. He lost crossed, some weight, too. Which for, for most people would be just completely innocuous, but for yeah. somebody like that. It was just beautiful to see him America. like that. And the, the woman, I give her a lot of credit. What's happening here, and again, I'm looking at some of these beautiful people, and I, I, I can't believe I'm in here. But I'm, what I'm seeing here is is really your philosophy, your life motto and you said it at the beginning you said it's about bringing out the best in people. I'm trying to bring the best out because it's uh, it's a great city it's a small city uh, when I say small in my world it's small because people want, mm. when they come around with me they say well how do you know so many people I say well I might have photographed her first wedding or a, or a, the girlfriend's wedding or a daughter's wedding or the first party that they were at they remember you because you have a camera in your hand exactly. and I'm trying to remember them so I always say you know, it's good to see you and they say you know I had one experience that was an interesting one. I, a couple of years ago, I photographed a woman over in Castle Island. And what caught my eye, she had an English carriage, two the twins. Mm-hmm. So I'm making photographs. I go and I introduce myself. And she said to me, you won't believe, she said, I was in, I'm a twin and I was in this carriage over 30 years ago. And she's going through her bag and she said, my picture was in the globe. And I said, oh, really? So she pulls it out and everything. I said, she had it in a plastic. And I said, who took the picture? She goes, oh, Bill Brett took the picture. Wow. I says, I'm Bill Brett. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Before we wrap, the cover is very important, and covers of books are always important. Mm-hmm. It's called Boston Game Changers, Photography by Bill Brett, uh, text by Carol Beggy. It's beautifully done. Forward. By Ann Finucane. Ann Finucane. Tell us who that is. Ann Finucane is the, she's the vice chairman of Bank America, which is the highest ranking woman in banking in America. Nicely done. And, and a terrific, terrific woman. And here's why I wanted you to mention it. It's a perfect tie-in, because you've got one, two, three, six very, very beautiful, attractive, handsome women who have a role to play in the city, and this is historic. It is. It is historic. For six women uh, in 2017, six women were on the Boston City Council, first time in history there were six women, six women of color, and they represent all different countries. And for them to, I mean, it goes to show you the city is changing, you know, that the demographics are changing, and to have these women you know, it's just, it was a pleasure to take their picture. And I, All right. I photographed them in front of the Four Seasons. I was Hotel. just going to say it looks like the Four Seasons, yeah. but it, it looks like it could be anywhere, right. you know, in a beautiful setting with the beautiful common yeah. trees behind you and the brick. It was it was a nice wow. day to photograph them. Uh, I was honored to do it. People can find out more at your website, which is? Yes, Bill Brett Boston. Bill Brett Boston. Boston.com and yeah. Facebook, Bill Brett. That's the perfect website for a guy like you. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah. My, hey. I never realized that three Bs were that good. Running into you at various events, and I'm around town a lot, yes, is, always, is always cool because I, I see you out of the corner of my eye and I know, here's a guy who's not going to interfere. He's going to get all the pictures you need. And I'm gone. And he's gone. Yeah. He's, I turn around, he's yeah. gone. Why, yeah. why is he gone? He's gone to the he's next gig. Right. Yeah. I can't thank you enough for it's stopping been, by and well, being I'm, on I'm the being podcast. I'm being honored. You know, it was an honor for me to stop by, and uh, I hope you enjoy the book. It's called Boston Game Changers, one of many books that Bill Brett has produced. His photography is legendary. Do check it out, and uh, you'll appreciate not only the Boston scene, but I think that people are, are generally good and doing good work. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bill Brett. Not only a Boston and New England institution, but someone around the country who's admired and his books are fabulous. Do check them out, including the new one called Game Changers. And do subscribe to download my podcast on a regular basis. We're on all major platforms and we have some amazing guests coming up and I certainly hope you'll be here for that. 
You can reach me, Jordan, at chartproductions.com. On Twitter, it's at JordanWBZ. And Facebook, it's The Jordan Rich Show. Until next time, you take care of yourselves. Be well so you can do good.